What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. According to Andre, there's about a 30% chance she's scamming me for a green card. It's the <laughs> one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? You're not scamming me, are you? No. And let's, <laughs> first of all, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Do you feel like I'm scamming you? No. Not- As Yara said, do you look like a sugar daddy? Oh, how dare <laughs> you? <laughs> no, I do. I never thought you were scamming me. No, never I would once. never scam you. Nobody's going to scam it's you. A, we, we always say it, I feel like, but it's a different, a little bit of a different situation because you were here already in the States. Not, I could still scam you, but. <laughs> you could scam me to stay here. Yeah. But I also feel like let's just let's make it even across the board here. Americans scam Americans all the time. I feel like all the time. I feel like a lot of times, you know, you get a attractive lady kind of just scamming a man for his money. It doesn't yeah. have to be an international Yeah, people sort of scam each fraud. other all the time. I'm not scamming you. I'm not scamming you. Are you, you scamming me? No. I could scam you, I guess, in a way if I wanted How would you scam me? Let me think about this. Well, you you do take care of me. You, <laughs> I do. You, you do Way loads and loads of laundry. You mm-hmm. cook dinner. So in a way, I guess we could be using each other. But fortunately, we're not. Fortunately, this is all about love, Teresa. All about love. All about love. Anyways, guys, yes, as my lovely wife said, Happy New Year. Happy New Year 2023. Finally, because I've been saying that it's 2023 since October, and everyone's always like, what? I'm like, no, what? And they're like, you're confused. And I'm like, you are, oh. You're living in the I future. I am confused. I've been living in the future, so I'm really happy it's actually is 2023. <laughs> it caught up to you. So I'm not going to be sounding like an idiot when I say that because it's the truth. Here's what I'll do, and I think most people do. I don't think most people fast forward. Most people will still write 2022 on... I was going to say like checks, but I don't think people, that that would be 1992. I don't know who's still writing checks, but I think you you tend to write the date for like a few weeks wrong. Yeah, usually. I don't know what happened to me, but you were looking forward to 2023 so much. I don't know necessarily I why. I mean, 2022 was, I? Is, 2022 is a good year. I feel it like. was an interesting year. Yeah, we had a we had a good time. I think no complaints. We always have good times. We always have a good time. We hope you guys had a good Christmas, a good Hanukkah. I feel like we haven't talked to our friends in weeks. Well, we were on a well-deserved vacation. That's very true. I unplugged for three days, then I was chatting with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, thanks everyone who said Happy New Year to us, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. I hope I got back to all of you guys. It was great. We had a great time. We hope yeah. you had a great time. We unplugged. We were relaxing. We were Enjoying in the nature. The nature. Yes. That's what I love to do. In the woods. That's how I relax. Although we, we did. We had a planned vacation. Our planned vacation was supposed to end Friday. Friday night. We yeah, we were supposed to, fl- to come back on Friday night. We were supposed to fly back to Florida on Friday, but our flight was delayed and we needed to make a connecting flight, which we would have not made because of the delay. So we decided, hey, YOLO, let's extend the vacation a couple more days. Yeah, thank you, United Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> so good thing we had some hotel points. We we extended the stay and we had ourselves a nice little New Year's Eve elsewhere. 
instead of having it here in Florida. Yeah, and I'm happy. I almost feel like we should have done it to begin with. For some reason, we didn't. I know. And but it ended up working out for us. And when we saw this opportunity, like normally I would be like, oh shit, ah, I can't believe we're gonna miss the flight. But this time, Jordan and I were just walking to breakfast and seeing our United app saying, oh, you're not gonna make your flight, and we we're like. YOLO, let's stay. <laughs> and it was so easy to do it because we actually wanted to do it. So Yeah, we did obviously you never want the vacation to end. Yes. And I feel like this was just a reason to not have it end. And so it all worked out. So That was great. We had a great time. We had a great New Year's, a great holiday break. We hope you guys did too. Yes. But I'm happy to be back here. Watching this episode, I don't know if it was because it was a good episode. Or if it was because we haven't watched or podcasted it was in, a good one. since 93. But <laughs> I was I was just like so immersed in it. I felt like this is this is what it's all about. I've, I've missed watching this television for so long that I was just so happy to sit down and watch the show. We haven't podcasted since last year. Hey! <laughs> Classic New Year's fun. <laughs> it's, it's very true. But here we are. We're back to podcast and, and we're kicking off the year with the tell-all. No limits! No what limits! Is, what kind of name is that? <laughs> They're trying to get the most it's, out of it and I'm here for it. It sounds like a skid row tour. It's, it sounds like like Kiss is going on tour. Like, no <laughs> limits! It's just, it's just they're going out for drinks and then going to the I'll stage. I'll tell you what, the last tell-all of the single life, was it a single life? Yes. I don't know what, what happened. That was really oh, good. three parts. Yeah, and it right. was really good. Oh, but yeah. This, this is just unbelievable. And I have to say we all love or hate or love to hate Angela, but she's so out of control. Ah. Out of control. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. You always think that, oh, my gosh, she cannot do anything worse than she did last time. She, and then she shows up. She does. And she does. But that's why it's sort of wearing on me because I don't know if it's authentic anymore or if she's just created this persona. She's like, I need to go in there and I need to. What's even crazier than showing my boobs within the first two minutes? Just leaving within the first two minutes. And then she <laughs> does that. And I feel like, all right, is this real or is this a show? Oh, I think it's it's real. I think she build up her confidence with this new body and twerking everywhere, talking to oh, young yeah. guys. She thinks like she's a sex bomb. Like <laughs> she probably has no mirrors in her house. And I almost feel like that she was crazy before, but yeah. this whole thing of like the new body, new her, new boobs, like empowers her to be even crazier. But that's fine. Like you should be confident in yourself, but you don't need to be so over the top, so grotesque, grabbing your crotch, shaking your ass. She was like, grabbing her crotch. Uh, she's she got out of. <laughs> we were just watching. <laughs> we were watching it last night. The Michael Scott, um, the office when Michael Scott goes to give the speech in New York when like all the shareholders oh, yeah. are pissed and he's like, I'm going to do the twirl. And <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and Angela got out of the cab and she like did the twirl. And then I'm pretty sure she grabbed her crotch or something, oh, really? but that's too much. Like be confident, right? Love yourself, but don't make love to yourself in, in public. But that's her. Like that's, that's Angela. Like she is gross in a way she says gross things she is aggressive yeah and it's getting worse and worse but i truly believe that that's her like she's not playing a persona she became that persona there's there's that movie 
I think it's a jackass movie, maybe Bad Grandpa. Yeah. She would be Gross Grandma. That would be her movie. <laughs> don't don't want to give her any ideas. Anyway, we'll get into it in a second. Before we do, a little housekeeping here. Let's let's do it real short and sweet. I think you guys know the drill. Follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We do some memes over there. We share news. We share scheduling updates. We talk to you guys, which is the most fun part. I think you guys send us some by the way thoughts. You share your thoughts on the episode. So follow us at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram and, and chat with us. Chat with us, guys. Chat with. Tell us how your New Year's was. How your holiday was. Let's let's all share this new year together. Um, also. Join us on Patreon, all right? A lot of big things happening over on Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality. We are right in the thick of love and paradise. Yes. We, yes, we are doing, I think, what is dropping now? Five and six, episode five and six of yes. love and paradise. And so, woo, that is a wild season. What? It's a wild season. And that's just, that's taking us to Darcy and Stacey. We're kind of yes. just doing this love and paradise thing in the meantime. It is airing on TLC now. But it aired on Discovery Plus uh, a short while ago. So we're covering that now. And then we're going to be covering Darcy and Stacy very soon, I think. Very, very soon. In a week or Can't two. Wait. So get over there. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. As always, the, the family affair level gets the video. They get the extra bonus podcast every month. We just did, we did the first two episodes of David and Annie. Yes, that was fun. That was fun. They're, they're a good time. So check it out. There's there's the Friends with Benefits level. There's the Cousins Club, which is where the bonus episodes start. That's where Love and Paradise is and where Darcy and Stacey will be. Mm-hmm. And then also the Family Affair gets those bonus episodes, of course. So check it out, patreon.com slash married to reality. Also, guys, just make sure you're following the podcast right here. It's so easy to do. You follow it, you'll make sure you never miss an episode. We have, well, not big news, but news. Married at First Sight is coming back. Yes, it's coming back. It came back, right? They did the matchmaking. They did like the matchmaking yeah, special. Yeah. We were on vacation. Yeah. We thought we don't need to cover that. But this week, I think it really comes back. Yes. Remind me, when do we air this? On Thursdays? Maths? Yeah. Maths will air, yeah, I believe Thursday evenings. All right. We'll see how it goes this week. Yeah, Therese is going to have some oral surgery. I am getting <laughs> four of my wisdom teeth removed tomorrow. Yes. So. Wish her luck. I've heard different things. Some people say, oh my gosh, you'll be in pain for days. Some people say, oh, you'll be fine the next day. I think it's very personal. You're tough. So, you're tough. Eastern European, Central European, depending on who you're talking to. I am very to. tough. I just fell. That's <laughs> very true. vacation. I literally rolled off the road. We, com- <laughs> we completed a very difficult hike, and then we were walking back to the car in the parking lot, and, and Teresa decided to barrel roll down down the pavement, but she brushed herself off and continued hiking. Well, the worst part was that if I fell in the nature, I would have been as bad as when I fell on the pavement huh? and I have bad knees. Huh. So it would have been I, it would have been as bad or it would not. It would not. If I fell in the nature uh, it would have been softer. It would be unless it would have been ro- softer. But you hit a rock. Yeah. I haven't I haven't fucked up my knees since I was like fifteen. So I look like a teenager now. Ooh. Like bloody knees. Right. Like you were skateboarding or yeah, something. Yeah, like I was skateboarding but good times, good times. I am tough. Brushed it off and we won on another four mile hike. Anyways, Married <laughs> at First Sight is back, and so we will be covering that right here. So follow the podcast. Yes, this week should come out 
Thursday night if Therese is in bad shape Friday. But stay tuned. It'll be right here. So look down and smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot. Yes, it's going to be a little basic, but as hot as the new year. Ooh. Guys, I'm excited. Very I usually excited. am not. I usually am depressed at the beginning of every new year. Who cares? It's all make-believe. It's it another make- day. It is make-believe. I'm not depressed because of that, but I, I was depressed the past couple of years during COVID. I haven't seen my family in a while. I was like, is this going to be the year? So I always had this little, ah, like, what, what's going to happen next, right? Sure. But I feel like this year, I don't have this feeling. I don't know if it's because we spent the year on the vacation mm-hmm. and I'm still in vacation mode. Mm-hmm. So I don't really get to feel that way. But I'm excited. All right. I, I can understand a little bit of sadness that the holidays are over. But, yes. Uh, but being sad because it's a new year, well, time is just a construct. I think is what Look they say. Look at this guy, guys. I don't Look even know what that guy. means. Anyways, smash like it's as hot as the new year. We hope all your New Year's are going to be super hot. So smash yes. it. Yes. Smash it. And last but not least, we had something else to say. I was just going to say, oh, I had boy. a different smash it, but then it had something to do with <laughs> outfits, the segment. Oh. And I did not want to. I last minute decided not to give it away. So. All right. Well, I'm, I'm excited. I can't okay. wait. Okay. We'll, we'll get there soon enough before we do. Last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please, what a better way to kick off the new year than giving us a review. You can rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You can write a review. And if you leave a five-star review, we'll read it right here on this podcast, the one you're listening to right now. And speaking of reading reviews, I got a new one I would love to read. Ooh, do it. First okay. review oh. of 2023. It's it's the first one I'm going to read. Yes. This, um, these do these go back. This one's from the summer. But yeah, this is like when you're the firstborn baby on the new year. And then yeah. you get all the press. You get all the, all the accolades. So firstborn right here, rock and roll. Our friend rock and roll sending us this review. They write... Came from reality gaze, but stayed for the Debasco. Teresa, do you remember the Debasco debacle? I think you had combined fiasco oh. <laughs> and debacle. Yeah. I think you had combined and coined yeah. a new word, Debasco. Debasco is a good word. I forgot about it. I think thank, I put you some, for, uh, thank you for the reminder. I think I put some Debasco on my eggs. Uh, on vacation, but we should bring that word back because it's a great word. Anyways, Rock and Roll says, I'm a total 90-day crazy person, always looking out for new podcasts that cover my favorite dumpster fire of a show, and so thankful Reality Gaze introduced me to these two lovely humans. They're joyful, fair in their critiques, and I just love listening to Teresa come up with new words. I love that. I do it all the time. My mentor is from the Czech Republic, so her accent is personally very comforting and brings me nothing but warm fuzzbees. John seems like an absolute mensch of a man. Well, thank you. What a review. Thank you, Rock and Roll. What a review. Very, very, very seldomly do I get mentioned in these reviews, but it's (laughs) nice uh, that Rock and Roll shout him out. People love you. Well, okay. I'm glad you do, and that's all that matters. I love you. That's all that matters. We know but we're here you. for Teresa. What a beautiful review. No one's here for me, God. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we are here for you. You are here for us. We're all here f- for, for each, each other. other. Thank you. Thank you so much. What, Rock and roll. What a great review to kick off the new year. That was beautiful. Rock and roll. I like that. Rock and roll. And it's it's R-O-Q. It's rock. R-O- Ooh. Rock. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. 
fancy. Rock and roll. It's a little, a little posh spelling. I like it. It's yeah. like when your name is Ashley, but your parents decide to like spell it like a something different. Like so L E I. Yeah, so you know, like a basic Ashley, but you're a cool Ashley. I mean, it's hard not to be a basic Ashley. Let's just be honest there. It's very difficult. So any anything can help. But all right, that is the housekeeping. What do you say? A little 90 day, by the way. Just, uh, just a little 90 you day. You have any? I got a couple. All right. All right. All right. By the way, number one. So there's been a lot of ups and downs for Russ and Pow. Okay. You remember Russ and Pow. But apparently they're still going strong. Are they still living in an RV? That's the, that's the by the way. Oh. <laughs> they have given up RV life. What? They've given up RV life. Apparently they are... Building their dream home. Okay. They're currently, they just moved into a different home that they can live in while they build their dream like home. build like with hands. I think they're building it from scratch. Where? I don't know if it's their hands that are going to be doing mm. the building, but someone will be building this home. Florida, of course. Okay. Orlando, where all 90 dayers go to Orlando. Die. Orlando. They better get like good insurance for all these hurricanes. And very true. If you guys are listening, make sure you get some, some hurricane insurance. But yeah, so they split up like a year ago, a little bit over a year ago. I think they took some time apart. They separated Mm -hmm. and they're saying it was living in such close quarters during COVID, living in an RV during COVID. They just couldn't take it anymore. It was causing strain on their relationship. So they split, but now they're back together and they're going to build this house and move into this house as like a, a way to start fresh. Okay. So speaking of starting fresh for the new year, here you go. Right? Is she still doing the oh, yeah. WW? I don't think it's it? WW anything, but WW.com, maybe OnlyFans.com. <laughs> um, she's wrestling, yes. Yeah. But I think it's some local Florida wrestling. Uh, do you make money? Mm, enough to get out of the RV, I guess. I think Russ makes decent money. Yeah, He's like an engineer. Like in, the, in the oil industry. The oil there is industry. not a lot of oil in Florida. Mm, I don't know what he does. Texas and Oklahoma and all those states. I don't know what he does now, but they're they're moving out of the RV. They're going to hang on to the RV, they said. Mm. They said, we'll use it for traveling or whatnot. We think there's still a place for the RV in our lives. Nice. But they're just not going to live there anymore. Why Orlando? I don't know, because she loved Miami, right? They lived in Miami. She loved that. I don't know why Orlando. Because, look, there's no ocean. Courtney is in Orlando. Yeah, but here's the thing, not to shit on Orlando, but it's like if you live in Florida, I think a lot of people are here for the ocean. Yeah. And then you're in Orlando. Maybe it's not maybe it's not Orlando. It's not in my notes. I just kind of said Orlando. No ocean. I kind of just said Orlando. I think it was Orlando. I didn't take note of it. But either way, in Florida, building a house, living in a house, leaving the RV, starting fresh, trying to reconcile. Let's see. Congrats to them. Congrats. And good luck, I'll say. Okay. By the way, number two. All right. Do you remember Tim and Melissa? Oh, yeah. I know what you're going to say. Tim used to crawl around in the backyard with his cat. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm going to say? Yeah. I didn't even know they were still together. They had a baby. They had a well. Hello. You know how many friends messaged us this? I told you today. I'm like, are you going to do? Oh, you By d- the way, their <laughs> friends told us about. Oh, well, and no. you said, no, not, that's not, not good news. <laughs> What I, are I, you I, doing I, it? I read a different. I read a different message. Oh, oh! We got multiple guys. Thanks for sending us. I literally replied to all our friends who sent us this that. information, saying, "Oh my gosh, this is wild! Thank you, guys." I'll make sure that John knows. Then I ask John, he's like, nah. Well, you weren't not, specific. That's you, didn't, good. you didn't say, "Oh, are you going to do the story about Tim and Melissa having a baby?" You just said, "Like, oh, I said, oh, I'm doing my by the ways." 
And I, and then you said, oh, are you doing this story that our friend sent us? And I said, no, I don't think so. I think I have others. And then you were just like, okay, but you didn't bring, <laughs> you didn't tell me anything specific. I should have. I opened up one message in it and it wasn't this story. Oh, that's the issue. Well, it's not the issue. It's good. You went through all the messages. You responded. And then I went and I just read one that wasn't oh, okay. responded to yet. And it was a story. And I forget what that story was now. Hm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're doing this because I was like, when you said it, I was like, okay, you're too posh. You're no, too it's, posh a great, it's a great story. great information. So, yeah. So, thank you, everyone. Sorry I don't have your names because I, I Teresa had read and responded. And so I didn't see them come up. But thank you for sending this in. This is a great story. Apparently, they got engaged in March of 2021. Which we knew. They've been living in the yeah. States. Wait, um, they live in the States? Yeah. I didn't know that. See, and now they they posted on Instagram that they had a baby yeah. around Christmas. They posted this photo of the three of them, and then they took it down. And then I think they reposted it without the baby because like, oh, we probably shouldn't put our baby's oh. face out there. But it's a, it's a girl. They had a daughter, a Lois. Mm-hmm, I think nice. that's how you... Is how you say, it. but yeah. So, all right. Thanks, thanks for the sharing yeah. the news. And Jeez, all right. It's well. like sometimes, like, so <laughs> is this anything we'd ask you to take the garbage out? And you're like, no. What are and you talking about? Is the same? It was thing? a misunderstanding. It was, yeah, same same thing with this. Therese is not telling the whole garbage story. <laughs> it is a garbage story. I had I had showered and I had put on my PJs. My PJs. And then Therese was like, can you take the garbage out? And I was like, now I just showered and put my PJs on. All she meant was like, we live in an apartment. You guys know we live in an apartment. She just meant like put it outside of our front door, like in the hallway. Don't, so they can pick it up. Yeah, don't yeah. go outside to the dumpster. So it's just yeah. a misunderstanding. And I, I did it. And I'm like, okay. And he, <laughs> he's like, oh, that's what you meant. I'm like, you very fancy sometimes. <laughs> a little misunderstanding there. All right. Thank you, everyone who sent in. Some, by the way, and there was a couple, there was actually a, a couple others that I can get to. I think I try to do more time sensitive ones. There's, there's certain evergreen stories that like I could do next week yeah. and they'll still be just as interesting. This one was a little more time sensitive, but I didn't see it. But so I'm glad you guys sent it in. Thank you. Keep sending in, by the way, as I can use all the help I can get, especially mm-hmm. when we go on vacation, Teresa. Yeah. All right. That's that. What do you say we do it? What do you say we get into it? The reason we're here, Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, season seven, episode 18, happily ever after. Question mark. The tell all. Now leave it. Part one. Part one. <laughs> so this is just wild. The way they did this, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know. I love it. I loved it too. I almost thought they didn't even need to start the tell all yet. They could have just kept yeah. episode one as just all this preamble stuff. But I think they had to because they're going to be mixing in them going out. Right, right, right. And stuff. So it's not just normally if we just, everyone arrives, we sit down, we chat with them and they go home, right? Right. This is, this is very different. And I'm, <laughs> I'm curious, like, did they hire a new producer like somebody like, what's going on? I think they're watching. They're, everyone's got to, you know, keep your ear to the, what is it? To the grindstone? Keep your ear to the ground? I don't know. But you got to keep, keep your e- ears somewhere. You got to keep your ears and your eyes somewhere. And I think people are watching Love is Blind and Love is Blind is doing the after the altar. Yeah. They're all going on birthday parties. Now that's actually, it sucks kind of. Well, you didn't like that? <laughs> Not really. But didn't we watch, we watched another show. And we're like, oh, this, they're just doing the love is blind thing. Ooh. 
Maybe it was oh Mavs when Mavs had the birthday party. Yeah. So you know what? You know what? It, that's my problem with it. I think those are scripted. I think those mm. are. You see people trying to act, but they're right. not actors and actresses, so it becomes awkward. But I think, yeah, I think TLC or Matt Sharp or whoever is going, oh, look it. When you get all the cast together and you introduce some alcohol or whatever, things get wild. Oh, my gosh. And so they're like, how do we do that in our own way? They're not all friends. We can't just send them to a retreat in Vermont for a weekend. What do we do? And they say, well, let's fly them into New York early. Let's get them to hang out with each other. Let's get them to mm-hmm. talk to each other. And, and that's what happened. Before that, though, we kind of just bounce around home t- hometown to hometown and we start in Hazelhurst, Georgia, 72 hours before the tell-all. And I wrote in my notes, Hazelhurst. Mm-hmm. And it auto-corrected to Hazelhurts. <laughs> and I was like, sometimes autocorrect just just gets it. like Because <laughs> this Hazel hurts me to watch. It hurts me too. But in a good way. Speaking, in a good way. Speaking of hurts, does Angela have a new piercing? Oh, yeah. That, like an upper lip piercing? Mm-hmm. That that looks like it hurts. I first thought that I feel like I've seen it before. I thought it was a something else, like a big uh, what do you call them? Like um like a Cindy Crawford mole. Like a pimple. Okay. <laughs> like a diamond pimple. Yeah. Yes. But I'm like, no, it's a piercing. I remember my friend got it when we were fifteen. It became very popular. I think one like one rapper or someone had it. Yeah. And a lot of people started doing piercings in that spot. Uh, a lot but of people, this is like 15 years ago. A lot of people do, not usually 60-year-old women. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's not that old. Well, <laughs> age is just a number. But, yeah, I was like, is that new? You think you've seen it before on her? Um, maybe on social media or something. Mm, I, w- I wish she was wearing that mask that she wore on the last tell-all to cover oh, that thing yeah. up because that, that was a distraction. But speaking of appearance and trying to step up one's appearance, we see Angela and she's trying to pick out an outfit to wear for the tell-all. And she's consulting her like seven-year-old granddaughters about like, I want to make Michael jealous. I want this slutty outfit. And yeah, I want to look hot. You're talking to six-year-olds, Angela. What? A, someone call Child Protective Services. They were very witty. Like, yeah, Mima, you got to look great. I know, but it'd be one thing to be like, okay, let's pick out something cute. Like, yeah. I, always, I always talk like, let's not infantilize people. But when they're near infants... Infantilize them. Be like, okay, what would be pretty for grandma? Don't be like, I want to make Michael jealous. <laughs> what's what, what's going to be all skanky? What, what, tell me, what was Mima look hot in? Like, that's, it's so off putting. Oh, it it Hazel hurts me to watch this, Teresa. <laughs> I mean, you cannot expect anything less from Angela, but somehow the girls decided on something great. I don't know if it was a dress or, um, I think it was a dress. A jumpsuit. Basically, Angela found it. She thought her boobs are going to look great. And she's like, yes, thanks, kids. Thanks for helping me pick this. It's like, okay. Kids, where are your parents? Yeah. Ooh. Um, well, where are your parents? Because Skyla is there yeah. helping Angela pack. Yeah. Just, well, Skyla comes in and, and Skyla's conceptual when it comes to the office. It's not just like, oh, what shows the tits? What shows the ass? Skyla's like, you got to wear something black. For the death of your, this is yeah. a funeral. This is the this is the death of your relationship. Wear something black, then wear that red hot number the next night to find a new date. It's pretty good. 
Uh, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. Skyla, Skyla does not like Michael. Skyla's over because uh, Skyla knows, or in her mind, she thinks she knows that Michael's up to no good, right? She was like, Michael keeps showing you who he is. You keep ignoring it. And so Skyla just once and for all wants Angela to be done. Mm-hmm. Done with this. Well, Angela is not done just yet because she has a secret weapon. Mm. It's a man. So it's at, a man. At first I thought it was, I want to say. Billy. Billy, yes. Mm-hmm. At first I thought it was Billy. And it still could be. But then she's like, well, this man agreed to help me expose Michael and, and all of his shady bullshit. Which makes me, I almost feel like maybe it's someone from Nigeria who knows Michael that she like befriended. That or didn't, remember when she went to like, um, like Stalkers R Us or whatever that weird IT place was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is not, this is not some private eye at all. This is like Geek Squad. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it could be like someone like that who's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I found someone to tap into his phone and get to the bottom of all this. Well, first I thought that she has a man. Right. That, right. That was the other thought. She has someone I think who's going to help her expose Michael. And then she kind of talks about how she thinks that all this shady behavior yeah. started after Michael met Usman, which right. he get, he gave that B, he got the BJ way before he met Usman. He got the BJ. So I don't think anything shady started when he met Usman, but I believe that maybe Usman gave him a few points how to get a free um free iPhones and mm-hmm. PS what is it? PS1? PS5. I mean, PS1. Yeah. That would PS5 suck. PS5 and how to get the ultimate fans. And so, and Angela's like, this is it. Like, Usman is, uh, what did she call him later? A bitch. Oh, yeah. And she thinks bad influence. Michael started misbehaving after he met Usi. Yeah. Well, which we all know is not the case. It's not the case. Maybe, maybe it, it got worse, but I don't, we have no evidence of that. No, but uh, okay. First of all, there is no way that Michael, like Angela, if Angela was like a nice person, let's say we all said things about Jenny and Samir, and there is a big age gap, yada yada yada, right? Mm-hmm. But they're nice to each other. Like oh, Jenny's not. Yeah, we saw Jenny losing her shit oh, a few times, yeah. right? Sure, but in a almost in a good way. I almost feels like yes, like you need to vent Jenny because there is a lot of shit going on, but. Jenny's nice, right? Well, it was always when Jenny got upset, it was, from what I can remember, it was never really at Submit. It was no. at Submit's family. Yeah, at the why. circumstances. Well, this, was, she was upset at the circumstances. Yeah, when Angela gets mad, it's over the dumbest little high school oh, bullshit. Over of everything. Like, oh, well, you followed a girl on Instagram and, yeah. and then it's the end of the world. But like... When Jenny gets upset, they yell at each other a little bit and it's fine. But Angela gets so nasty that... But the, Michael, he really, really, really must want to come to the U.S. There is, otherwise, there is no way he's. I don't up know. I I would have said that too. In almost this episode, made me rethink things because we'll get to it. But when the tell-all eventually starts, and Angela storms off, and Michael's like, "Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be on camera with the rest of the cast if my queen's not here." It's like. Okay, is he playing the game because he knows, well, I definitely won't get a green card unless I follow suit and and do what Angela wants? He's playing some game because, as you said, Angela said she's about to expose Michael, 
right. for all his shady stuff. So maybe Michael's like, shit, I better behave. That's a good point, too. All right. We'll see. We'll see. In the meantime, in New York City, we have 48 hours till the tell-all. And we have Andre and Jovi at a bar having drinks. I've been there. Where haven't you been there, you hussy? I mean, <laughs> why did you just call me? Where haven't you gotten free drinks in New York City? That's true. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I've been there. Um, anyways, they're at the bar at the cask chatting. And I was like, these two? Really? And later on, I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I Now I see it. I see well, that. Here's, here's what's great about the tell-all. No limits! Is that they're... <laughs> Like, what is that? They're creating, why they call it no no time limit? They have no time limit because they're going for four, eight hours total. No limits. No limits, Teresa. But what they're doing, I like this. They're creating tension. Mm -hmm. They're creating little uh, fights before the tell-all even starts or allies before the tell-all even starts. Like, so for here, Andre and Jovi are together. They're getting drunk and they're at their th- each other's throats before the camera even presses record. That's and, very true. And then in another instance, like Kim and Jenny, they're going to form this alliance. Yeah. Right. So like they're almost the TLC producers are playing this puppet master where it's like, we're just going to get everyone to a fever pitch to a boil before we even hit the stage mm. and then shot out of a cannon. So like, I, I like what they're doing. I like it too. Let me, let me begin with this. Okay. I cannot, absolutely cannot take Andre. He has to stop cursing because I cannot take the beef. Yeah. I seriously am so annoyed by him. He cannot put a normal sentence together. And uh, I don't know what he does for a living if he's still selling houses. Sure. He better not be cursing at his clients. Otherwise, I don't understand how he makes any money because I could not talk to this person. <laughs> if he was talking like this, there is no way I'm sitting through even a one beer with him. No, you're 100% right. Every time his segment comes on, I, I, can't. Think, I think the smoke detector is going off. Oh, my gosh. Like, beep, beep. Like, but like, is he, he has, burning something? And the worst part about this is like he's always so aggressive. He has no sense of humor. I know. And I maybe... Maybe he's playing a role, but I kind of doubt it. I think that's his personality. He's so dry, and he learned cursing in the U.S., and that's all he freaking does, and I can't take it. The The surprising part here is, so basically what's happening is it's just the guys. Yara is MIA. Libby is home because she's pregnant. She's she's on the verge of giving birth. But So it's just the guys, and Andre's like, oh, no Yara. I, I saw Jovi at the hotel. I didn't see Yara. Maybe Trouble in Paradise. And Andre all of a sudden <laughs> starts becoming this like relationship expert in mm-hmm. the way I thought he was about to bring out a talking ball. Like <laughs> he, he goes to one therapy session and all of a sudden he thinks he's this expert. And I, yes, he was swearing a lot, but oh I was like, my gosh. but I was like, okay, he's actually trying to speak some sense in a way. I, I thought it seemed was he? through all the cursing. Uh, through all the cursing, I think he was he was trying to, I don't know, maybe be a problem solver, maybe be a shit stir. I don't know which, but I just thought it was a different side of Andre seeing him with Jovi than him with all the loud mouths or just him with Libby. It was maybe, a different side. May, I mean, out of all the loud mouths, I only like Chuck, to be honest. Shout out to Chuck. Chuck is my favorite person. Everyone else, like, I don't even need to see on TV. Uh... 
And maybe, maybe, just maybe, Andre doesn't curse this much in his pr- private life, but I doubt it. Because yeah. I feel like if you wanted to be on your best behavior, it would probably be on TV. Maybe. Or or it's a persona. But anyways, I got through like the, all the beeping. It's freaking annoying. But, and Jovi kind of poked the bear and I liked it. Because Andre is complaining how he thinks that Libby's family reported him to 1-800-Immigration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jovi's like, well, don't you think that you are the problem? Like you're causing all the conflicts? And I'm like, yes! I know, but uh, Andre was like, yo, me the problem. Look in the mirror. You're the problem in your relationship. It, it just started, it started uh, to become this back and forth. It's because Andre cannot take any criticism, any like even constructive criticism. Like, hey, maybe there is something on your end that right. you're not doing right. How about that? He cannot take anything. That's a good point. Yeah, anything. When, when they first sat down, he was trying to be this mediator between between Jovi and, and Yara, who wasn't there. But you're right. As soon as it was turned on him, yeah, he completely lost his shit. And it's like Jovi didn't say, oh. I think you're the problem. He eventually did, but he said, well, maybe you are the problem. It's, it's a question. Like, right. think about it. Maybe there is something you're doing wrong. Like, you're causing all the <laughs> conflicts. Andre, I don't even know what he said because it just became like the fire alarm. Just like, beep, oh, yeah. beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, Jovi eventually has enough and takes off. But I was like, this is genius. Right now we're going to go into the tell-all and these two are already at each other's throats. Yeah, and Jovi even said that he was like, well, I thought we were having a friendly drink. We're going to put a pass behind because they kind of got into a conflict on the last tell-all. Uh-huh. And he goes like, but now I feel like he's my ultimate enemy. And I'm like, okay. And here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we, we go to Lagos really quickly. It's 36 hours before the tell-all. It's Usman in Lagos. He's checking into a hotel to to get ready. We didn't learn much here, but we learned learned much, but we learned one big thing. Yes. They broke up. Kim and Usi, no longer. They they have called it quits. I mean, she did the classic 90-day move when she threw the ring at him. Yeah, but then the other classic 90-day move is... I'm sorry, let's get back together. True. Let's make let's make it work. And and that classic 90-day move did not show itself. It was just the ring throwing. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad otherwise poor Mahadi. I don't know what would happen to him. I hope Mahadi makes an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> or at least Muhammad. Someone needs to to, to get yeah. to the bottom of this. Yeah, but apparently yes, they broke up. What? But yeah. they still talk and shed all the time. Yeah. Well no surprise there. Yeah. All right. I think we should take a little bit of a break. Why? Because what do you mean? <laughs> I'm just so excited talking oh, we, about we this. Got, okay. We got okay. some commercials. Okay. So let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll go back to New York City. All right. I'm, I'm sure it'll be another bar or jewelry store Therese has been to. So we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. Are you ready to head to New York City. Let's go to Roosevelt Island. It is Roosevelt Island, it right? It is, yeah. I'm pro- I just judge it by the proximity to Manhattan. Yeah. Because like, if you were in Queens, it's farther. So it was that de- we've been to Roosevelt Island multiple times. We used to go ro- rollerblading there. I love it there. So yes, it was. It's just such a strange place to film. 
It is because you have to get on the gondola to get there. Yeah, you have to get on the gondola. You can drive there too. You can drive. I think it's hard to one drive too. One but. of no, one of the bridges. You, I think you have to go to Queens and then come back. You can. I think I'm pretty sure you can go to Roosevelt Island. I think you're right. I also is there a subway? Is there a train there? There now? is one stop. Yeah. So there's a, there's ways to get there, but it's just like if you want to film in a park, there's 94 parks. In Manhattan, that you can go Maybe the ladies wanted to explore Roosevelt Island. I don't think it was their idea. This is Jenny's first time in America in three years, and she's like Roosevelt Island. (laughs) I've had my eye on Roosie. Well, I'm pretty sure people love the gondola. It is that is. We were looking into living there, remember? But then we realized that there's only one train, and then the gondola is not as fun. It is fun, but it takes a while to get somewhere and. And for being outside of Manhattan, it's still like Manhattan prices. Well, because it's pretty much Manhattan. It's basically Manhattan. Yeah. So, okay. Jenny's in New York City. Samit doesn't have his visa, so he's not there. Mm-hmm. But she's got a new friend, a new bestie. She's with Kim. Yes. And Kim is a big supporter of Jenny. She understands the relationship. And they're both born and raised in San Diego. They're California girls. Yeah, they found a mutual bond. They bonded over being, yeah, San Diego, California girls, having issues with their man's families. And they have one other thing in common. They're they're both terrified of Angela. I mean, who isn't? And I'm with Jenny because Jenny says, I don't like, I don't do well with people who act like this. I don't like people like that around me. And I'm yeah. with her. Like, I would get very uncomfortable too because there is... you. You never know what to expect. And it's like she, Angela has no filter when it comes to her words or her behavior. And so I can see her people are on an edge around her because you don't know if she's going to slap you or hug you or curse at you. Like, you don't know. I feel like, I yes, I agree with you. But Angela is more, she's more of a retaliator. So I don't... Th- what does Je- it mean? If Jenny just sat there, I don't think Angela's going to start going for Jenny. But you need to do something. You need to catch Angela's eye. And then she's never going to well, forget that's, it. That's the thing. It's like, yes, but I think they're just nervous then. Maybe everyone shares their opinion during the tell-all and sometimes people get into a little arguments, but it's yeah. usually just words, right? Yeah. Angela is the one who stands up and gets into people's face and you never know she's actually going to jump someone. You know what else? And, and I don't know for certain, but I have to imagine, well, I know for at least the last three years, Jenny's always called into the television. Yeah, that's she's, true. She's always been on screen. She's never been in the room. Yeah. There may have been a time four years ago or whatever that she was in the room. I'm not sure. But right. So maybe she's kind of, she, she's atrophied a little bit and she's nervous about being in the room, being face to face with yeah. with Angela and everyone else. And so that's why she's nervous. Kim, on the other hand, well, Usman and Angela have a direct conflict. Mm-hmm. So now Kim is a little uncomfortable about that. Yeah. And apparently Angela blocked Kim in social media. Mm-hmm. And Kim kind of said something that I agree with. She's like, we're in our 50s. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Right? Like, why are we blocking each other? Well, because Angela may be 50, but she acts 15. Yes. That's exactly but what's going on. these two, Kim and Jenny, they have each other's back. Mm-hmm. Kim said, if someone got, comes for Jenny, I got her back. Besties. And and Kim can 
take Usman's side and defend Usman, but they're not together anymore. Yeah. She can just, Kim can just let it go. If Angela comes for Usman again, let Usman be on the TV screen. Yeah. Stay out of it, Kim. There's no need for you to get involved. That would be my advice. Yeah. Um, well, okay. We'll see. We'll see. So let's stay in New York City, but let's get off Roosevelt Island. Let's get on the little little ski lift and let's get off Roosevelt Island. Fifth Avenue. Let's go to Fifth Ave. 24 hours till the tell-all. Yara and Shida arm-in-arm jewelry shopping. Yeah. Okay. I think it's one of those small jewelry shops that are off Fifth Avenue. Remember, like, they sell, like, diamonds and stuff, but it's, like, not on Fifth. Because you have the fancy store on Fifth. You have Cartier. You have Louis Vuitton. I'm telling you. They Teresa lived not, in New York, guys. I, they would not allow them to film. I think those are one of those, like, tiny Maybe. stores that sell real shit, yeah. right? But they're off. Maybe. They're yes. hidden. They were looking at like 15- Have you watched Hidden? What was it? Hidden Gems with uh, Adam uncut, Sandler? Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they were looking at like a $15,000 ring or and bracelet or something. Yara made herself sound so rich. And I, maybe she is, but she's like, yeah, is it $1,500, 15000 like, oh, I can just buy it. Like, and I think she's like, was, oh, I, I just spent 15000 on the ring. I think she was joking. I think was that she? was dripping with sarcasm. Maybe, but Shida was like, oh, I wish I could do that. Shida spent the entire season in New York City. That's like, very true. Right? They spent every episode in New York City, and now here she is yeah. again. Yeah. I, I can see how Shida is uh, a fan of Yara because Yara does speak up for herself. Yara has a baby. Yara has a business, right? Mm-hmm. And Yara can boss Jovi around a little bit. Like, they can... I think they have a pretty equal relationship, and yep. if someone has a little more to say, it's Yara. Right? Yeah, for sure. For... Shida, she has no say. She has no business. She has no baby. She but has nothing but Bilal, who is kind of like, as we learn later, keeping her in the shadows. Mm-hmm. But Yara does speak up and Yara does. That's what I said. I know, empower herself. Shida doesn't go that far. No, Shida only complains. Right. So I think, as Shida said, oh, I'm inspired by Yara. Well, okay, but. Th- then maybe you need to be not aggressive, but be a little more forward and, and yeah, not complainy, but stand your ground, yeah. make your arguments, right? And also she took Bilal's shit. She set this precedent where it's okay, pick me up in a van, take me to a house. Like I'll accept all of this. Yeah. Yara would have bought a plane ticket with her own yeah. money and flown back to Ukraine. She's not going to put up with that shit. So Probably. it needs yeah. to go, it needs to go beyond, oh, I love that Yara has her own business. It's like, okay, but y- Yara also respects herself. And I'm not saying Shida doesn't, but she's not respecting what she wants out of life. It doesn't seem mm-hmm. like. There is one thing that they, Shida said that I don't actually buy. Shida said that Bilal doesn't, doesn't want them to have a joint bank account. Right. It's actually one of the requirements for the visa. Ah. When you apply for a green card, if you talk to a lawyer and you don't have a lot in common, because they didn't, she just came to the States, yeah. and she has no money and she cannot work, they basically almost ma- make you open a joint bank account. We did that before we got... Oh, no, before. We did that. We did that. You remember we- the- did it, but again, you're saying it's it's suggested, it's heavily suggested, recommended. Yeah, it is. It's not necessarily no, but it's it's gonna mandated. be a look like if you don't do it, they're gonna the immigration may question like, okay, well, how is she getting money because she cannot work? 
Right. She, unless she has a trust fund back home, well, then, what is she? Think about it. Maybe they do have a joint bank account on paper. And Bilal just never gave her the debit card, yeah. never gave her a checkbook. And that's never- what I'm saying. Like, if you talk to a lawyer when you do this whole green card process, the lawyer will literally be like, hey, like, these are things that are easy to do. You should do them. Otherwise, you're going to yeah. jeopardize a chance to get your green card. And I think, like, Jordan and Ivy had a ton of evidence, yet the lawyer was like, all right, you guys have, like, just enough. I'm like, what right. else could we have? Right. And we did it all. We had the bank accounts. Like, we had all that. But that's why I'm like, well, that's kind of a BS. I'm pretty sure that they must have done that. But let's let's go with what we're hearing here yes. is that at least as far as Shida says, she doesn't have access to it or doesn't know about it. And so she's worried, okay, if if you're hiding your bank account, if you're hiding your, your salary, your financial information, what else are you hiding? And Yara's like, yeah, like if you can't see his bank account, what, he could be buying plane tickets for another woman. Like, and you'll never know. It's so, no, it's so paranoid. <laughs> that's that's I mean, absurd. Yes, it yeah, is. Bilal I think could have exaggerating. Us, but. We, we have a joint bank account. We also have our own individual bank accounts yeah. for that exact reason. So you can't see when I'm buying things that I don't want you to see. Whether what it's don't you want me to see? Plane tickets for my girlfriend <laughs> or or a Christmas gift for you. Like, True. I, I don't want you to see, oh, why did you spend X amount of money at this place that you never shop? Yeah, like, you also buy a ridiculous amount of T-shirts. I would be like, why are you buying all the T-shirts? If- yes. Yes. I, I would <laughs> definitely suggest a joint bank account and also uh, your own bank account. For- oh, yeah, I think it's smart for sure. But yeah, I think the joint account is a must yeah. for the green card. I'm not even joking. I didn't make this up. It's a thing. No, I, uh, I just don't know that. I would say it's a must. But I would say it's probably it's highly suggested, highly like suggested. highly, highly recommended. Yes. <laughs> Not lawyers well, over here. Well. We just know from our experience. <laughs> All right. 16 hours to the tell all. Shad is back at the hotel with Bilal. She's feeling empowered now. And I just love that Bilal was at the hotel himself the whole day. Nobody wanted to hang out with him. Like, they probably said, like, Andre, do you want to, like, get together with Bilal? Like, go for a walk and talk? No. Jovi, no. Like, everyone hung out with someone mm. except Bilal. Nobody wanted to spend time with Bilal. Oh, maybe he's like, oh, I've just been in New York. Let me just relax. No. If production tells you to meet up with someone, I'm sure. Maybe. Maybe. I'm sure everyone was like, no, we already met up with other well, people. Well, he could have met up with Ed. Apparently, Ed oh. is a big fan of Bilal. Yeah. But no one is a fan of Ed, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, Shad is there. Brings up the joint bank account conversation. And Bilal just gets worse and worse. He's like, oh, uh, here's an idea. Uh, have a piggy bank. We can have a piggy bank at home. <laughs> like, that's so insulting. It is. That's that's so childish to avert the conversation and just be like, yeah, you want to have a joint bank? We can go have a bank. We can or, have a piggy bank. Or, okay, she said she has to ask him for everything, right? Like, say she goes grocery shopping. All right, you don't want to have a full joint bank account. How about you have a bank account that you both have access to, and he puts certain amount of money a month there that she can use on things. Because right. she cannot work just yet. So right. she needs some sort of an income, and I'm sure that part of the, oh, I marry you, we'll wait for the papers together, was that I'll take care of you. 
there has to be some arrangement, right? Oh my gosh. And that's why I'm like, oh my God, you're making it so difficult. Like just give it a credit card that you have the same name on it, put a limit on it and roll with it. But he's so manipulative that I could almost see him, him being the one to purchase everything for her. Like, oh, you need toiletries? Let's go to the store. I'll get them for you. You need a winter jacket? Let's go. I could see him not giving her like, okay, here's a hundred bucks. Go get underwear if you need it. I could see him wanting to be a part of every transaction, everything True. that she does. And so if you look at her, like she wears fancy purses and stuff. So I'm yeah. sure he purchased it. Yeah. I can see him buying, buying it as a, okay, you see how much I take care of you. Like, oh yeah. He has a purse. Oh, he, he will never let her forget. Yeah. If he's ever taken her on a trip, if he's ever bought or something, even after the helicopter thing, it's like, what do you mean the helicopter was so amazing? Now you got to go ruin it. Everything is like, why are you ruining this? I did this for you. I made it so nice. Now you're ruining it. True. But I also, I also dislike Shida because she's such a complainer and that freaking kid thing is so annoying that they both, I just dislike both of them. Like Shida just talks about how she wants to be empowered, be empowered. Yeah. Like do it. Yeah, stand up for yourself. And if you don't if you don't like the fact he doesn't want to have a kid and all leave that, him. leave him. Yeah. Oh my gosh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. All right. Then eight hours. Eight hours. Eight Angela hours. in New York City, living it up. New friend. Who this? Jen. She I think she is so out of control that she cannot keep any friends. I think she always gets into arguments because remember, Renee oh, yeah. just disappeared. Renee I'm pretty just- sure that they got into some nasty fight or something and Renee was just like, I'm fucking out of here. And she didn't even tell the camera. She just left. Has anyone seen Renee? Do we have proof of life for Renee? Because I'm nervous about her. I think she has all these disposable friends that they're good for a little bit un- until they maybe, maybe judge her. Maybe they say something about her. Yeah. And that's it. And she finds a new or, friend. Yeah, I almost feel like she's auditioning friends because after the breakup with JoJo, like, cause her and JoJo seemed like, okay, we're almost like a Molly and Cynthia. Like her and JoJo had yeah. chemistry, had something when they were together. It was fun. She's almost auditioning new friends because mm. she needs her, her partner in crime for the show. Well, now we have Jen with fake we've, lips. We've, and oh, yeah. <laughs> who, I don't know what else is fake, but here is Jen and Angela. That's why I said, like, the more, like, she, I, I think she is so confident with her new body, yet whenever Michael fucks up, we see her break up, break down and cry, right? But when she walks down the street with her backless dress in New York City twerking with these young guys, like, she's loving don't, it. Don't confuse confidence with cocaine, Teresa. You think <laughs> Angela's on cocaine? <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. I don't know what she's on, but to be however old she is in her 50s with that much energy. She's drunk. Uh, drunk or something. She's twerking. She's yeah. spinning. She's grabbing her cross. She's in the hotel room dancing like... Twerking. I, I'm tired just looking at her. And, and I don't know if she's doing Celsius, Red Bull. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing, but. I mean, the Red Bull vodka can keep you up all night. She she is got some energy. Yes, she <laughs> does. She's got some energy and she's going to take that energy to the tell Oh, my gosh. Well. Should we do it? You ready for the tell 7.30 a.m. Day one. Tell-all. Day one. All right. Do we start with everyone's favorite segment? Let's start 
favorite outfits this segment. My favorite segment, at least. All right. I included everyone, even the people who you don't talk about. Well, All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't include them. Just because. Let's start with them. Listen, Ed. Like, yeah. we don't talk about him. Who cares? But Liz needs to move on, move on from Ed. I'll just say this. And she needs a little longer dress. Because she, oh. her dress is very short. I wish I was paying attention, though. Uh, I just don't think it really fit her well. Like, I don't I don't think short dresses fit me well either. I like when it's, like, midi. Okay. Because it's, like, it can hug your figure a little better. Okay, I'm going to have to go back and take a look, but all right. But she's wearing this mini pink dress, and she looks like someone ran her over. She oh, needs to they, leave yeah. at. They were, well, they were matching, which is always the tell if you're still together on They maps. were matching? He was wearing, I just remember him you wearing- mean his pink Crocs. Crocs. Yeah, I remember him wearing all black and then pink Crocs. But then when he goes to stage, he's not wearing the Crocs anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Ed is wearing pink Crocs, looking like a blob. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. All right. Kim and Usman, right? Kim looks fine. I think she, I think last tell-all, she got this glow up. She looked good on the last tell-all. This tell-all- she, nothing extra. She looks nice. She has like a sparkly dark dress. It was like a shimmery blue green. Yeah. I thought it was classy. That's what I'm I saying. Like tasteful. she looked she looked nice. It was tasteful. But nothing yeah. like woza. Not a knockout. Yeah. But but not offensive in any way whatsoever. No, she looked good. Yeah. And Usi, classic. He's wearing his typical yeah. outfit from his region. Classic grace outfit. Yeah. Yeah. So there's nothing nothing crazy. Jenny and Summit. They're matching, wearing mm. Indian style outfits. Yeah, I like how yeah, yeah, I like how Jenny brought it in to America. Oh, she loves it. Oh, she absolutely loves it. Yeah. So classic, classic red color. They're rocking it together. Look good. Jovi and Yara. Okay. Oh boy! All right, I have a lot to say about this. All right, I get that. Okay, let's start with Yara. First of all, who did her makeup? She usually her makeup is on point. She looks horrible. Oh, boy. This makeup is not good. And oh this boy. is, I don't know, that's, there is no way she did it herself. Because when you see Yara, like, on camera or on Instagram, she, her makeup looks good. Well, Instagram is filtered, but okay. True. I'm pretty sure that they did her makeup and Maybe. it's not good. Uh, okay. Her I'm, face I, is flat. I can't say anything about the makeup. I, I don't know anything about makeup. I liked her dress. I did not. Okay, see, I liked the dress. I liked the shoes. Love the yellow heels. Love the love shoes. Love the yellow heels. I didn't love the dress, but I loved what she was doing. Okay. Well, okay, right. So, obviously, they were wearing blue and yellow support Ukraine. Obviously. Yes. Love the message. Yeah. Love, love the symbolism there. Yeah. Love. Uh, yeah. Overall, I loved what Yara's wearing. Hated Jovi's Hated. outfit. Oh, my gosh. Hated you. Worst dressed. Worst <laughs> dressed. Oh, absolutely. The yellow... I, Yellow is one of my favorite colors. Oh. Yellow and black. Not that yellow. Oh. That was horrible. Please. What is he, a butler? Oh, please. I can't even talk about this outfit without getting sick. It was he like, looked horrible. It was, it was a blue-ish. It wasn't even a blue suit. It was a no, blue, it was like gray. It was, it was a blue-ish suit. Yeah, bordering on gray. And then this yellow shirt, it the- clashed. I can't, I feel like Yara had this idea last minute or something. Let's show our support for Ukraine with the colors. And this is all Jovi could find. Well, I almost feel like Jovi didn't get the memo until like the morning. Of- and it's like a last minute Halloween costume where they're sold out of everything good. And yeah. he's like, okay, well, this is the closest I can find to a blue suit. And it doesn't go with this yellow shirt. The yellow color was horrible. <sighs> was, yeah, the worst dress for for sure. He would have been better off because again, love the the yellow and blue symbolism. He would have been better off with 
a yellow button down and then wearing like blue chinos or like yeah. blue khakis and just left it at that. Yeah. That suit was so bad. It was so bad. It didn't fit him at all. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. Okay. Right. Angela and Michael. Angela Michael, and Michael, classic wearing the outfit of his region. Yes. I always say the region because I always forget exactly where they're from and yeah. I don't want to butcher it. It's so. just a traditional, yeah. Angela is wearing a green jumpsuit. I hate to say it, but it looks, she looks decent. Somewhat classy. Somewhat, yes. She didn't listen to her four-year-old granddaughters yeah. Yeah. And, and go with the red, but yeah, this she looks is, good. It, she looks, for Angela, looks good. I like the jumpsuit. Her titties look secure. They don't look like they're going to pop but out. I, I thought that was good. Yeah, all right. All right. Bilal and Shida. All right. Shida, the worst dress right there with Joey. Oh, I Bilal, disagree. the best dress. Bilal, best dress. Pillow. Bilal, best dress. Right? Hands down, no he question. Looks great. Light gray suit, this flowery button Yeah, down. oh looks, my gosh. Looks he fantastic. He looks fantastic. Shida, however, looks like she's at the beach vacation and doesn't want to get too much tan. See, I didn't mind it. She was wearing the light blue Horrible. hijab and then like a flowery blue Horrible. and orange dress. Oh, I, I wouldn't even wear it on a vacation. It looks like I would maybe wear it when I'm cleaning around the house. Oh, I didn't mind it. But Horrible. Uh, <laughs> and th- what I'm saying is because she usually also dresses well. I thought what she wore when she was shopping with Yara, I thought that was killer. I thought that looked great. That looked great, yeah. It was like that, that two-tone plaid. Or, that's what yeah. I'm saying. This. That's why I'm giving her shit because... I know she can do better. This was okay. ah, this was horrible. I, I don't know if she was worse dressed or or Jovi. Like they're this, no hand to hand to worse dressed of the tell. This wasn't offensive to me whatsoever. This was middle of the road. I didn't think it was great. Horrible. Think, but Bilal stole stole oh the show. Oh my gosh, Bilal out of control, yeah. looking fat. I, and I hate to give him to give him, those, give him the, the praise, but yeah. Um, and then we have Andre and Libby. Okay, what, Andre, like what is that pattern? I feel like he's been wearing <laughs> these patterns. I don't think it's a compliment when Jenny says, Submit would love to wear a shirt. Like, Submit would just absolutely love to wear a shirt like this. That's not a compliment you want to receive, I don't well, think. Well, Summit is the same age as uh, Andre. Yeah, but more he's not or less. a fashionista. He's not, but sometimes, like, Summit has his moments. I guess. I Summit guess, has his moments. I guess. So it's not that bad, but. Andre yeah. dresses like Chuck. They they match, so. No, Chuck dresses better. Okay. Chuck Sorry, I don't, always I don't looks mean, great. Don't mean to offend Chuck. Yeah, but. Then Libby, pregnant Libby, looking actually very fabulous. Looks I'll great. Look. Red dress. It was a rusty dress. It was a rusty and red. she wore that color before, and it looks good on her. It was a rusty so red. So kudos to Libby. Nice makeup, looking very pregnant, but very pretty. Mm-hmm. And, and so, then, last what? but not least. Is this your best dressed woman? Sean Robinson, best dressed woman. Always. That coral dress looks fabulous. It's, yeah, I, I wasn't sure what color. I wrote peachy, but coral. I guess coral is it's the coral. appropriate term. And it was like pleated. Which yes. it was nice. She looked fabulous. I mean, she always does. I think she had her moments throughout all these stellos that I was like, ah, not my favorite dress. Yeah. This was this was beautiful. No, she's been looking better than ever. These, oh my gosh. These past couple oh of tellos. Oh my gosh. Fantastic. All right. I think we covered everyone. I think that's everyone. <laughs> Let's get I'm into glad, it. I'm glad that you're on the same page with Bill because I knew you're gonna be with but... Jovi. That was atrocious. Yeah. Because oh. <laughs> he's oh. he's also not like a fantastic dresser, but he's never offensively dressed. No, this I was, was I was honestly, I was just disappointed with Shida because she can pull it off. Like she can dress yeah. well. This was just horrible. All right. I disagree there, but we're all entitled to our opinion. All right. So everyone's arriving. First, we get Kim and Ed, right? And obviously yes. Liz. Yes. Then and then Jovi. Jovi and no, Jovi and Jenny. Jovi and Jenny. 
Yes, and Yara comes in later. But they all start talking and basically they all bond over their hate, mutual hate for mm-hmm. Angela. Yes. And people are like liking Ed. I'm like surprised, but so far, like Yeah. I think it's gonna change because well, here's you heard the, the tell all. Here's the thing. If you just watch the show, yes, there are there are some repulsive things about Ed, but it's really when you get away from what TLC chooses to show you and you read about him and you hear about him, you go like, okay, this guy, there's some problems yeah. with him. So if the cast isn't digging too deep, they might all be like, yeah, what's wrong with Ed? Like we all, True. the first time we all met Ed, we were like, oh wow, good for Ed. Oh, I saw him. Well, yeah. And, and then he, he started, started making the comments about to Rose. Rose Ed. I was like, he's yeah. disgusting. You're right. You're right. But um, yeah, okay. they all, they all bond over hate for Angela and then Bilal comes in and Ed loves Bilal. Ed actually thinks that Shida is a gold digger. <laughs> and he loves everything that Bilal did. He loves the van scam. Here's he th- loves it all. Ed is such a douche. That, Ew, he is such a douche. That when Bilal walks in, Ed was like, what do I say? Is it shalom? Is it shalom? Yeah. Is it hasta luego? Like, just so disrespectful. Yeah. And Bilal was laughing it off in a way, but I was like, like this. Oh, is- he didn't like it. He didn't like I it. I know, but he could have come at him yeah. worse. And Ed even called when uh, Jovi walked in. I think Ed was like Usman, and like he he said Jovi's name was wrong. He said Jovi's name wrong. It's like it was just I don't know if he was nervous, confused, what, but it's like know. such a douche move. I don't know. But next we have Andre comes in and also Yara, yes. and they kind of like. Start talking about the Jovi Andre hangout, right? We learned that Jovi asked Andre to hit <sighs> a couple of strip clubs. Classic. Which is Jovi. a no no for Andre, right? Right. Um, which I'm surprised that Andre said he's never been to a strip club. Oh, I can see it. I can see him being like the Moldavian, the man of the house, like Doesn't one wife. One life. <laughs> now you're just making up <laughs> slogans. <laughs> but yeah, I can I can see how he's a very like like Okay. Yeah. But Jovi is like, Well, Yara, you should hear what he said about you. I know. And basically apparently Andre called Yara a gold digger. Yeah. Which Yara fires back. Yeah, that's a stereotype. I'm yeah, not which a, I'm, is true. I'm not a Eastern European stereotype. Don't stereotype your own culture. And this is when Andre, I don't know if he got a job at 1-800-IMMIGRATION or something, <laughs> but he has all the facts now. <laughs> and he's like, the numbers don't lie. One in three couples are a scam. And I didn't believe this at first. I was like, there's no way 33% of Look at you doing math. international couples <laughs> are scammers. But I Googled it. 30%. Really? It's not that 30% are a scam. Like international couples or Eastern European? I just Googled, I Googled percentage of international couples that are scams or fraudulent. Oh. And there's that website, I forget, is it NOLO or whatever website when you Google international mm-hmm. relationships and law and stuff, this website comes up and it said immigration suspects or immigration says 30% of international couples are suspect. So, oh. so maybe that just means like, okay, 30% of the cases that come across the desk, they go, well, this is interesting. Let's look at it further. I don't yeah. know that it means that 30% are actually scammers. It's just like 30% maybe have some red flags. But I was like, damn, Andre, like, you got it right. Maybe he called 1-800 immigration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wild. but Yara fires back. She says she owns two businesses. She makes her own money. Like, 
get out, get out yeah. of here, Andre, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Angela yes. shows up, right? Yes, not to the room full of the cast members no. because we here at telling everyone to ignore Angela, which I thought it was a little aggressive. I was like, let people do their own thing. I know, but that's right. That is the move. Like I said, she she sees a little shiny object and, and she just grabs at it like a cat. That is what Angela does. If everyone just sat there and minded their own business or talked to other people, yeah, sure, Angela would try to inject interject herself. Oh, but, yeah. Speaking uh, of shiny objects, oh Yara is nervous about Angela because she got new boobs and she doesn't want Angela to rip them off. Oh, boy. Angela arrived. Yes. Twerking outside. Did, classic. Did a little ass shake, crotch grab, whatever. Yeah. And she FaceTimes Michael. Basically, and this was hilarious because Michael doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. He picks up and all, she just starts like yelling at him. Yelling and yelling and yelling. And Michael just saying, okay, baby. Okay, baby. <laughs> He's like looking at the phone, like putting it next to his ear. I'm like, what are you doing? She's FaceTiming you. Yeah, he's he's terrified. I think. He oh my gosh. He doesn't want to make one wrong move, and she even said like, "Oh, he better he better respect me or answer me, or I'm gonna send those divorce oh, yeah. papers." And so, he's he's she's put him on notice for oh, sure. Oh, and he knows it. He, he knows, it. knows it. So everyone goes to set. Yes. Angela is the last to walk out. Yes, and she walks in, wearing uh. her slippers, which I was like. Wait a minute, they're about to start. That's Why are you wearing your slippers? That's interesting. So was this a premeditated move that she knew she was going to leave? I don't know. They always have the slippers during the breaks for the girls. Maybe she was going to change at the chair. Maybe, maybe. But she walks in wearing her slippers, says, hello, Ad, you motherfucker. <laughs> she, yeah, she goes around the horns. Like, she like fist bumps him. Yeah, and she, then calls him a motherfucker. But I th- you crazy motherfucker. I yeah. think it was like in like a loving way. Well... That's what I thought, too, but then I was like, then I thought back to Ed when he was like, everyone ignore Angela. There must True. be some bad blood. So unless Angela is kind of like trying to be above it with Ed, but Maybe. then she gra- goes, looks at the TV and calls Usi a bitch. Right. She can't waste her time with Ed. She goes right <laughs> to Usman's TV. He's like, stupid bitch. Not even 10 seconds in. Not even 10 seconds in. Not even 10 steps in. And then she's like, hey, Michael, look who's here. That lying son of a bitch, Usman. Like. Just right out of the gate, just causing oh shit. Usman and Angela start going at each other. And Hard. Angela's yelling at Usman, like, you're using this woman. You're using Sean's trying to get control of it already. She's already lost control. Yeah, and they- then Yara is like, Angela, like, sit down. And Angela comes for Yara, like, uh, in her face. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Yara, hold on to your boobs. She did well. Yara, like, she didn't stay the most calm, but she stayed seated. Oh, no. I think she was very calm because she didn't yell at Angela. She just said, Angela, sit down. And Angela calm, came and literally was in her face. And I just loved that Yara was just sitting down. She didn't She didn't stand up. She wasn't trying to be a macho pushing exactly. back. She was just sitting down. was like, don't yell at me. Just sit down. And that's the way that, well, like it's when, oh, yeah. if you come across a bear in the woods while you're hiking. Yeah. You don't start yelling back at the bear. Oh, you do. You kind of well. It depends what kind of bear it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if, if it's a black bear, you do yell back. Well, don't give false information. We're not sure. One bear, no, no. you yell back. Black One bear. bear, you play dead. Black bear, you yell back. Grizzly, brown bear, you, you play, play dead. dead? Mm-hmm. All right, it was one of those. Don't take our words for it. No, do, do take our words because we studied, <laughs> we hiked, so we studied all the videos. I know, but I always get so confused. <laughs> I'm like, if this ever happens, I'm never gonna remember. It's because black bears can also be brown. 
Like Correct. black bears can have brown. No, you have to look at the hump. The hump and the size. That's the grizzly. The grizzlies of, have Yeah, the grizzlies hump. are bigger and they have the hump. Okay, but my point is like, yes, if, <laughs> if it's a grizzly bear, you don't yell back at it. You no. kind of just like, all right, yeah, you're, you're the boss. You're yeah. the boss. And that's sort of what Yara did. Usman thought it was thought it was a brown bear <laughs> or a black. I don't know. Which no, bl- black bear. Brown bears are also <laughs> dangerous. Brown bears, you play dead. Usman thought it was a black no, bear. No, actually, Usman thought it was a pig. <laughs> Usman thought it was a pig <laughs> because he yells out, go and get your seat, pig. And he just keeps saying rubbish, which I'm like, it's so British of you. And and that was the final straw. Oh, my God. Angela storms off already. That was the earliest storm off I think there's ever been. And and, and Sean is like, that was one for the books, guys. That never happened before. Yeah. She's like, where did where did that come from? Yeah. And so Kim tries to explain, well, a couple of years ago, this is what happened. And Angela thinks when anyone's doing well, they're a scammer. Yeah. And then Usi's like. Angela is the worst <laughs> thing that ever happened to Nigeria. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Toby Flenderson. It's everything that's wrong. <laughs> Angela Deem is everything that's wrong with Nigeria. <laughs> Toby Flenderson is everything that's wrong with, with the, the paper, paper industry. industry. <laughs> well, so, Michael, Michael, Michael yeah. sees the green card slowly disappearing in front of his eyes. I couldn't he doesn't believe say this. anything. I could, so well, he stood up for Angela. I couldn't. He's like, Usman, you've you said a lot of things against my wife. And Usman's like, well, get yourself away from this prison you put yourself in. Go look for someone who loves you for real, someone mm-hmm. who will allow you to be on Instagram, someone who lets you live your life. And that was it. All of a sudden, Michael is offended. Now, when he takes off his microphone and he leaves. Yeah. Usman is like, she'll kill you at an early age. I, I couldn't believe. So now Michael and Angela have left the set. Yes. Outside, Angela's telling her new bestie, Jen, that she wants to go back to the hotel. In Nigeria, Michael's telling the camera, well, I'm not going to sit down with the cast if Angela's not there. And so Michael FaceTimes Angela and is like, I don't want to be on the stage without you. I, I, I can't do it without you, which maybe you're right. I, I kind of saw it as love, but it could just be oh, the love. love of America. Love of America, indeed. And so on set, Sean's like, well, we need to move on. We can't wait for these two. Yeah. So they're starting and it's just kind of like going around the room, saying hello to everyone, right? Starting with Jenny and Summit. And poor Jenny is emotional because uh-huh. she misses Summit. He misses her too. That was just Summit beautiful. Goes, Without Jenny here, my house doesn't feel like a home. Aww. And Jenny just loses it. She starts bawling. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's what I'm like, okay, that sounds yeah, like Yeah, I think love. they're doing good. I think their struggle will be the fact that he wants to adopt a, adopt a kid and the whole family. <laughs> adopt someone. <laughs> Don't be so, so specific. Though. Maybe. I can adopt someone. Maybe Usi can get them in touch with Mohammed. Mm, now right. when Mahadi is not going to be adopted by... Exactly. free agent. Yeah, Usman yeah. and Kim. Well, then talking to Yara and Jovi a little bit. Yara's back in the U.S. for now. For now. They might go back to Louisiana. They may move to Florida. Maybe Prague. It's not out of the question. Mm-hmm. So we'll unpack that too. Yes. Then we move to... Bilal and Shida. And here we go. So Sean brings up, well, you had this nine-month pregnancy timeline. Where are you at? They're banging without condoms. Banging with no protection. Ooh. Shida's like, we tried a couple times to have a child. And we're all like, wait, what? You trying to... And then Sean just moves on. I'm like, no, we need more answers. Yes. And look, she said we'll, we'll unpack it later. The old tease. We have three more no, episodes. No limits! 
<laughs> and then we have pregnant Libby. She's less than a month away. Apparently, yes. Andre is helping her with Ellie. And yes. I know I give Andre a lot of shit for his cursing and his aggressive personality, but I can I see him being a good dad. I'll I give agree. Him, I'll give him that. I, I hope agree. he at least tones down the cursing in front of the kid? <laughs> I think so. If you, if you go on the YouTube pages during his songs, I don't think there's many beeps. Yeah, that's I don't think his good. children's songs are explicit rated. <laughs> no, I see him as a good dad. I, I have a lot of issues with the way he is, but he seems like a good father. Yes. Then Kim and Ossie, Last off, but not they're least. officially not together. <laughs> But they're friends. And they're cool. And Kim is actually down being friends with benefits. What? You what? were banging when they, you were engaged. <laughs> right. What benefits? Keep sending MacBooks and Xbox? Are those Probably. the benefits? Mm-hmm. Right? Because no yeah, sexual Kim, benefits when you were together. Kim said before they call it quits, officially, she wants to see him one more time. So Ooh. I'm sure she's going to fly to Nigeria one more time. Let's see. I guess the new iPhone's coming up. Let's so. see. That's that's part one. That's part one. Who knows one. what else is going to happen? There's three more parts. That's good. There's no rules. I was out of control. No we rules see anymore. see Angela going to return. Oh, yeah. She comes back. She comes back in her slippers. So we'll see. We'll I'm see. sure. I'm sure there's a big payday for this. If if normally they make whatever, 2500 Mm-hmm. If this is a four-day yeah. weekend extravaganza, I'm sure there's a big paycheck. Yeah. She doesn't want to miss out on. So we'll see. Stay tuned. We're back in the saddle. Vacation's over. We're here. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. We got to Love and Paradise happening over there. Darcy and Stacey will be happening over there. So check it out, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Follow the podcast right here. It's so yeah. easy to do. And you're going to want to follow it because, as we said, Therese is getting some oral surgery, so we're not exactly sure when the MAFS podcast is going to drop. It'll be Thursday night or it'll yeah. be Friday night. It'll be sometime very soon. But if you follow the podcast, you'll make sure you get it as soon as it drops. So easy to follow. You just look down. You smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as the beautiful review we Woo! got from Rock and Roll. Rock and Roll, my favorite review of the year. Thank you for my, sure my favorite review of the year so thank you rock and roll that was a very sweet review if you guys haven't left a review please do do it you can rate you can what review. are you waiting for what are you waiting for send it on over if it's a five-star review we will read it on this podcast so come on let us know what you think yeah send it over rate rate us message us yeah. talk to us Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. message us instagram rates reviews you guys know the drill you guys are the best Thank you for listening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Happy guys. holidays. Let's do this thing big in 2023. Yes. All right. I think I've said it all. I have said it all. you said it all. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.